Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. Obviously, no secret. We've spoken about it yeah. a lot this morning. Yeah. I've got a sore throat. You do? A very sore throat. I've had one all week, but yeah. just today, it's like, you know those sort of sore throats? And it's level. like, it's achy, like it yeah. aches and you can't swallow yeah. things properly. It's one of those. I don't have uh. tonsils, luckily, because I think it's like similar to tonsillitis, but I don't have tonsils, so yeah. I'm safe. I've got sore ears at the moment from hearing about it all morning. Oh, stop it. And you've been coughing as well. <laughs> you've have. had a sore throat. And trust Terrible. me, I've heard about 50 honourable mentions in regards to that over I the last know. week. Yes. So don't you worry. We've both been a little yeah. under the weather. Yeah. And to treat that, we've got into the realm of throat lozenges. Yep. So Love I, them. you know, I like to treat myself to a strepsil. Yep. The thing is, is that I yep. love the numbing sensation that a menthol strepsil gives me. Yes. But I hate the taste so much that I'm like, I'm gagging. Like I can't let it sit on my tongue for too long because menthol and eucalyptus to me is just so disgusting. No, I love it. I love it. Eucalyptus uh, is great. Menthol is great. And I'll even double down on that sometimes and drink a coffee whilst sucking on a, a uh, lozenge. And it just gives you a mixture of flavours that are so awesome. And that's exactly you? what I want to address because it's not normal. You've got one now. The, the, they should yeah. be normal lollies. No. I, I, I like it. No. I love it. You, like yesterday, you did not need a strepsil, but you no. saw one like me with one and yep. you were like, oh, where'd you get that? Yep. Like you wanted one just to enjoy. Menthol, eucalyptus, mm. yucky. Like it's so disgusting. It tastes like you're eating deep heat. No. It's so good. In fact, it gets to a point sometimes that I have so many, more than what is uh, you're meant to have, and my teeth get all sensitive. Oh, my God. That's how I much I enjoy I can't even finish them. one because the centre of them is so strong that I mm. find it disgusting. No, they're great. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They're, look, people love throat lozenges. Who is this, People. Everybody, thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Prove it right now. There are people that would, if it was, uh, if we could, have them all the time. Okay, knock them back like lollies. All right. Well, if you love menthol lozenges, yeah. then call us. But also, Come if you're on. on my side, normal, smart human being, also call us and notify him that he's wrong. And menthol lozenges are not an everyday lolly to be consumed oh. in maximum capacity. Tons of ca- calls are coming through already on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Uh, whose side will they be on? We'll find out in a couple of minutes' time. Bo is on the line. Bo, which side of the fence do you sit? Well, I'm sort of in between because my granddad used to say you, d- you don't need to buy any straight lozenges, just use a bit of Vicks and scoop it on your finger and swallow it. Oh, <laughs> no! And d- are you for real? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, and you would do it? Oh, well, the first one's a bit rough, but yeah, get, get used to it. The first one's a bit so rough. So do, like, do you still do that today when you get a sore throat? Well, Oh, occasionally. Oh, my God. Oh, my Bo. goodness. Yeah, no. You've straight you've, far you've gone, from God's light. <laughs> you've gone That is far. not, no, that's scary. I'm pretty sure there's a warning on your Vicks Vapor Rub saying that it's for external use only, oh. uh, and that's probably because uh, your family were, were the ones that were scooping it, uh, scooping a, a, a finger full of it and downing it. It's not right. Uh, and I'm not going to give it a go, as Bo, it turns out. Bo, if you'd like to visit us in the office, feel free to do so. We'll have some lozenges behind the desk for you so that you never have to do that vapor up thing again because that is messed up. Not a problem. All right, <laughs> thanks, mate. Thanks for the call. We'll move on now uh, to Rachel on 13, 12, 16. Rachel, which side of the fence do you sit? Do you love a lozenge or not? I 
don't like them at all, but my partner eats them like they're going out of fashion. He oh, goes that's so weird. So does he buy them when he doesn't have a sore throat? He just wants to indulge in a treat? Oh, he'll, he'll like, make out that he's got a sore throat and buy heaps of them and just eat them, like, all in one go. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's okay. I'm all right with that. I'm not. Uh, this is a judgment-free no, zone. That's you, great. No, did you know this before you got together? Uh, I did, but I didn't sort of, like, take it as a big thing until I realised how many lozenges he would go through. I was like, oh, my God. Out of all the unhealthy things in the world that you can indulge in, all right, a throat lozenge, that's good for you. Having packs of it, imagine how good his it's, throat is. It's not that it's unhealthy. It's yeah. just foul. It's not You're foul. You're disgusting. It is. It's, it's disgusting. I was like, you don't need that many. It's going to make it worse. And he's like, no, they're delicious. They oh. are delicious. Well done. Uh, Yucky. <laughs> you stick with that guy. He's the keeper. <laughs> Rachel, thank you very much for the call. I want to know if it's strange for the exact same crime to happen to the exact same family 30 years apart. Yes, I think that is weird. Not only the time gap, but mm. also the same thing twice. That's mm. a bit out there. It's, it's the exact same thing. It is the weirdest thing. Uh, let me set the scene. Now, I don't know if you know about Meccano. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. So, if, if for those that Are don't, they the blocks. No, uh, no, uh, Lego blocks. There's other sorts of Lego that could could be yeah. called something similar to Meccano. Well, they're, they're the things that the Meccano are the metal things that you bolt together. So it's yeah, taking Lego okay, yeah. to a next level. I yeah. found a TV commercial that comes from the states to do with it. Check uh, check this. Out. Meccano, your imagination. Just got real. If you can think it, you can create it. Meccano's all about real life engineering, like Meccano's Mountain Valley 25 model set. You can use real tools to build a motorized vehicle and let it rip. Take this sand buggy racer and rebuild a helicopter chaser. You can invent countless creations, like this huge crane. You can even build your own robot. Hola, amigo. So basically, when your kid's sick of Lego or has, you know, just conquered Lego reasonably well, you upgrade them to Meccano. Yes, a Meccano, Meccano. as they say. Meccano. Yeah. Now, just over 30 years ago, uh, my precious Meccano set was actually stolen from our house. Oh, Somebody, okay. can you believe it? Some thief... Uh, broke into the house and they they stole all my Meccano. Nothing yeah. else, just the Meccano. Surely and, not. And I remember it vividly. I just sat down uh, just the night before and started working with my dad on building a crane out of Meccano. And we were like a couple of hours in and it's really fiddly and, you know, it's it's kind of hard. It's a real challenge. And dad and I were just, we weren't nailing it, but we were, we were doing okay. Next morning, all the Meccano gone, stolen, thief had broken in, no signs of an actual break-in, but the Meccano said it's stolen. Someone's lying to you. Now, let me tell you what has happened once again. Fast forward 30 years. I sat down uh, with my eight-year-old the other day to make a dune buggy out of Meccano. He'd been given it for a birthday present, so we sat there. We're about half an hour in. Yeah. Uh, We had about 10 arguments over who was going to control the tools in the Meccano and all that kind of stuff, and and then he got bored. Half an hour in, he got bored. He left to watch the TV, and he left me with the parting words of, Dad, let me know when you're done. Let me know when you're finished with the dune buggy so I can play with it. How I, lovely. I said, sure, mate. I'm running out of time now, but I'll finish it off in the morning. Next morning, 
All the Meccano's been stolen again. I know. Surely oh, not. So, unfortunately, I was so looking forward to my eight-year-old ordering me around, being the foreman on the site and making sure that I got his dune buggy made on time. And unfortunately, due to Meccano theft, it can't be done. You've just thrown it out. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. A if Meccano you're listening, thief, boys, a Meccano your dad's thrown the Meccano out. into our house. No. I don't know if it's the same criminal or a copycat, but they've stolen all the Meccano. I don't know what to do, Paris. You've binned it. Open the bin up. It's Hamish and Paris. Uh, no, bin day's been. United Nations Climate Action Summit in New York is being held as we speak. A lot of the world leaders are getting together and making promises uh, about that they may or may not keep, as it turns out. And if they do keep, probably aren't good enough, to be completely honest. <laughs> yes, all to do with climate action, of mm-hmm. course. Are people talking about the world leaders and their promises? Well, maybe a little bit, but not as much as they're talking about climate activists and 16-year-old from Sweden, Greta Thunberg. Yeah, now for anyone who's unaware of who Greta Thunberg is, she first sort of rose into the media around this time last year when she staged a climate strike. That's where these climate strikes over the last mm-hmm. week have come from, by herself. Yeah, one-person strike. Yes, yeah. solo strike. And but now, look at what it yes, is now. Yeah, exactly. It's grown into something massive with millions of people participating. Now, she gave a powerful speech on Monday at the summit. So she's up in front of all these world leaders. This is a 16-year-old girl mm-hmm. up in front of all these world leaders. There were tears streaming down her face as she was giving this speech. They're calling it the How Dare You speech. I have a slice of it here for you. Check it out. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Now, uh, some people have obviously come out and applauded that speech. Others have come out and called her a spoiled brat, a drama queen. And one person in an interview in the States called her mentally ill. Uh, they then obviously had to retract that comment. And the TV network that uh, aired that comment also had to apologise, and rightly so. Now, Paris, she's a very passionate girl. There is no doubt about mm-hmm. that. What are your thoughts? Well, I've got a lot of thoughts on this one. You know, I do get really, really frustrated when I see comments like, she's dramatic, she's a spoiled brat. Mm. Like, you know, these people saying that she's over the top and isn't delivering herself well. We're talking about a 16-year-old here. But we're also talking about someone who not only cares about her future, Mm. when you speak on climate change, global warming, the environmental issues that our society is facing right now, we're actually talking about how we can improve it for every single person on this planet. And it leads to that question that you're always asking, right? That question is, is what if you're wrong? And now if the people who deny climate change are wrong and we do nothing, we will will all suffer We're in trouble. massive consequences. Yep. Yep. If these world leaders are wrong about what they think is going to happen, because as Greta goes on to explain, 50% chance with the agreements right now, 50 mm. that will be okay. 
if they are wrong, we will all suffer. If people who believe in climate change are wrong and people who believe in this environmental catastrophe mm. that we're going through yep. are wrong, the worst thing that can happen is that we all get this better universe yeah. and things look great yeah. and we're all healthier. The air's cleaner. We've got this brighter future. Even if they are wrong about this terrible end that they speculate is coming. Now, mm. I also, I know that I'm talking a lot, but do want to add to this, yep. is that it's a really common misconception that you need to be a scholar or someone who's studied to speak on climate change. And that that mentality yep. is damaging our society by telling people, oh, well, she's no one. She's a 16-year-old. She's a scholar. She's not a scholar, sorry. Yep. Or oh, she's referencing these papers. She's got no idea what she's talking about. That mentality is exactly what is damaging us today because you do have a right to knowledge and you do have a right to an opinion on climate change and what we're going through at the moment. On the, uh, another thought on that is also in a world where a lot of people aren't that passionate about anything and it's hard to get them off the couch, this is a girl that has got up and has spoken in front of the United Nations and is passionate. Oh, well, look, this entire thing for me, I just think going, oh, she's a spoiled little brat. It's like, yeah, well, that sounds like the comeback of someone who's not educated. And to be honest, it's true. It's, we, well, no, who says it's, that about I, a 16-year-old who's speaking on behalf that. of everyone? Don, Donald Trump has come <laughs> out and said she seems like a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. Uh, so nice to see. So obviously backhanded sort of thing at, at throwing at her. Yeah. And that shows you well, the type of people are commenting. To be completely honest, mm. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to shoot down anyone, but if you agree with anything that he says <laughs> in that realm, yeah. you're full of crap. Like, right. I don't want to hear from you anyway. Wouldn't it be nice if the news was wholesome? Then I would read it every day.
something we don't know. something we don't know. Alright, this is my favourite time of the week. It's our chance to learn something, your chance to win something with Tell Us Something We Don't Know. We're just looking for random facts we haven't heard of before. Yeah, exactly. It's a really, really simple trade. You can get your random fact from anywhere, whether it's already in your noggin or you've Googled it. As long as we learn something, then you win something. Alright, we got Jamie on the line. Jamie, tell us something we don't know. Um, this is you know, half of the Russian major highway down to into Moscow, up to the outer, outer, outer places in Russia, it's made out of dirt. So when it rains, trucks and cars get bogged on the main highway for up to two weeks to three weeks before they can get out. Oh, so the highway there is made out of mud. And so, Yeah, okay, yeah. I understand that. So who, Why would they do that? Like a major highway a out of dirt. Hello, engineering degree. Yeah, exactly. Sort it out. It seems pretty obvious that you'd make it out of something that doesn't soak up water. Put as some gravel down. Yeah, exactly. All right, Jamie, I didn't know that one. Paris, no. We got a no from Paris as well. No. So, mate, the fact that we've learned something means you've won something. Congratulations. Yep. No, no worries at all. We've got a voucher for you. We'll move now on to Leonie. Leonie, tell us something we don't know. So I have a fun fact about blueberries. Oh, go on. I love blueberries. So the white coating on a blueberry is actually called bloom, and it's a natural thing that happens to protect blueberries from the sun. All right. I didn't know they had a white coating on them. My yeah, frozen yeah. blueberries don't look that white. They yeah. look dark purple. You know that little sort of powdery yeah, right. layer on there? I'm, I need to look closer at my blueberries. You need to get fresher blueberries, I think. I need the to get a there. closer look at my berries. Now, uh, Leonie, uh, I didn't know that, obviously, Paris. Nor did I. Wow, we found another Yay! winner. Congratulations, <laughs> you've done very well. We're going to uh, throw you on hold really quickly. We'll grab your details in a second. And finally, we've got Hannah. Hannah, tell us something we don't know. Did you know that it, uh, a dog has a third eye? It's called the McTaining McBrain. Wait, can you just say what, that what? again? In Let English. Me, yeah, yeah. Say it again. Slow it down. Did you know that a dog has a third eyelid called the McTaining McBrain? Third eyelid? eyelid. Well, what about the second? Yeah. I didn't know that it had a second eyelid. Oh, I haven't looked at my dog's eyes that closely. Um, all right. Well, I didn't know that. Nor did Everybody's I. gone way, way too technical yeah, this time around. Yeah, you're making me feel like a silly duffer. Yeah, right? that's I don't right. feel very smart this morning. No, you've done very well. <laughs> Hannah, you are also a winner. Congratulations. Well, three from three. We've got three winners. They're all taking on vouchers to spend at Serapis North Point Shopping Centre in Toowoomba. And tell us something we don't know, which apparently is quite easy. We'll be back at the same time next week. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.